Are you ready? I said, are you ready? You are listening to Voice of the Fan Sportscast. Brought to you by none other than the voices of the fans. Discussing football, basketball, news, trending topics. The one-stop shop for all things sports. Voice of the fans, sports cast. Hosted by none other than Ben Swift Reynolds. Taylor Gatwood. 100% RC. Professor Damian Flowers. And Tyler Wright. Welcome, guys, to another episode of Voice of Fan Sportscast. I'm your host, Ben Swift Reynolds. We have Professor Flowers with us. What's going on, my guy? Man, going good, my guy. <laughs> did, did you eat a lot on Turkey Day? Uh, Look, man, the older I get, I try to not overdo it. I've only right. done it once in my life, and that was when I was like in the 11th grade. I've never done it ever since. <laughs> but I got like a two day limit, man. Like I like I eat that stuff for two days, and after that, mm-hmm. like we eat it on Thursday, Saturday. I'm not eating. It. <laughs> it's a wrap. It's a wrap. It's a wrap, man. You know, I had again the pies. You know, I like my pecan pie. Uh, RC mentioned sweet potato pie. Uh, no cheesecake. I love so, cheesecake. You know, yeah, can't go wrong with those. Shout out to my mom. She made a lemon cheesecake. Shout out mm-hmm. to my wife. She makes a wonderful um, sugar-free key lime pie. Very good. Okay. Okay. So y'all over there whipping it up, I see. Indeed. <laughs> well, you know, we watched a couple of them games uh, this past holiday. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's up, Randy? Randy's in the chat. What's up, sports the sports podcast? What's up, Randy? Randy? Happy Thanksgiving. You know, so we watched I watched a couple of games, you know, the Lions, they disappointed me greatly. Then the 49ers did what they supposed to do. Right. And what was and the other Cowboys. game? Was? Yeah, and Cowboys. Cowboys, yeah. Cowboys did what they supposed to do. <laughs> oh, what we knew they were gonna do. Right. I thought the commands would put a little bit more fight, but Sam Howell and them boys just weren't ready for it. That's all. That's it. So uh we're gonna head dive into your games. The Steelers, they beat the Bing, they uh beat the Bingo 16 to 10. There was just one play flowers I want to show you if uh yes, I uploaded. There we go. I'm about to show you real quick of what happened in that game. It seemed like Matt Mike Tumman losing some of his players. I agree. Uh here it is. Deontay Johnson. Where it had to be. Instead, running play. Third and two. Trying to get there is Warren. The ball pops free, and it's a live ball. Scooped up by DJ Turner. Turner makes a move. And he's down at the 40-yard line. Did you see that blocking effort? The blocking effort, the effort to go get a loose <laughs> ball. It looks 
if that doesn't tell you some of the problems that's going on in Pittsburgh right there, uh, right there, I don't know what else I can really say about it. Um, I know Matt Canada was a problem for the offense. I know he right. put over 400 yards. I think I seen a stat was like the first time in like over 60 some games, like Matt Canada never had a 400 yard game. Yeah, it was 59 then, games. Oh, that's terrible, man. 59 games, you didn't have 400 total yards. I mean, Ken Pickett had, what, like, two and some change in the air. They had mm-hmm. a great uh, rushing attack on the ground uh, this past weekend. It just looked different. Um, now, we've got to understand what it was against. It was against Cincinnati. You know, they had Jake Brown out there. Yeah, you know, they... I don't want to sit up here and say Pittsburgh has found the niche, even though their schedule is going to allow them to be able to be probably nine and four, you know, after mm-hmm. the next two weeks. Exactly. I feel like uh, this is there was a game that it was like a give me. I feel like the Bengals are kind of throwing the towel after Joe went down. Mm-hmm. I think they're not really thinking about this season. But yeah, Deontay Johnson, you think he'll learn from the past Steelers, especially at the wide receivers position? You think he would know? Like, dang, I seen AB, I seen Martavius Bryant, I seen Satania Holmes. Yeah. <laughs> You can stick out like a sore thumb. Like he's sticking out like a sore thumb in that clip, in my opinion. Yeah, he's just stood there. Like he gave the indication it was a run. Scrap the bat. The DB was like, okay. He gave me indication. He didn't care. You being nice. Right. Like he's a professional. He's like, what what professional do you see not come off the bottom just walking, just just stare? You can tell he's not into it. I mean, it's obvious. Like, I understand you got stuff to be upset about by Kenny Pickett not actually giving you the ball, but you you seeing targets, but the ball just not getting there to you. So, I mean, they trying to work you in offense. We've seen uh, George Pickens' production go down when he came back. So, they're mm-hmm. telling you that they want you in the offense. So, it, this whole, you know, uh, on this pity part in the field, it's not going to work out in your favor. Definitely not. Happened too many times. Deontay Johnson too smart for that, man. And then Deontay drops balls. He drops balls. Like, we, we he can't get that either. He so, does. he can sit up there and stand and be upset and, you know, do all this and that. But at the end of the day, like, he can't escape, you know, the image of him looking bad. But also, man, you drop balls too. So, man, just go out there and play, man, and, and look the part at least. You know, you, your right. team is successful. But it, I you know I just hate to see that you know I give Tomlin credit because Lord knows look what he's had to deal with over the last what ten years. Man, now I'm surprised. I'm surprised you don't have a head full of gray. Why <laughs> you be you in that being gay? He must call up Dwight. Dwight got the being gay. So um, the Steelers go seven and four. So they still they they are right there. I don't so know they're going to do much. It. Yeah. Huh? I said they next two games, they're going to win. Who they, Who do they have the next two? I you can't know? remember off the top of the head. I can put it up real good. quick. It's, it's nobody good, if I'm not mistaken. They, they'll be nine and four. I can I can pull it up real quick so the viewers will know what are the Steelers' upcoming games. Uh, oh, it help me if I go to schedule, huh? <laughs> it might help you. <laughs> I was looking, looking at something else. Uh, all right, schedule. So they have Arizona and New England. Very yeah. winnable games. I think Arizona not even playing to 
they not playing to win. I don't feel like they playing to win, to be honest. I mean, what uh they have the second pick, don't they? The Cardinals. They're up there somewhere. They up there somewhere. Uh your boy Jay Kelly uh tied in. He said, I'm done with the Raiders this year. Go Kings. That's all good, <laughs> Kelly. I feel you, dog. Hey, he got a lot to be excited about with the Raiders. Since he brought the Raiders, we can go ahead and talk about those guys. Uh, they lose to the Chiefs. What was that? 31 to 17. The Raiders go to 5 7. seven. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the Chiefs go to 8 and 3. Um, I seen something about the Raiders. Did they fire somebody? Oh, they let, uh, they let go of Marcus Peters today. That's what it was. Yeah, he got fired. <laughs> Mark, they let go of Marcus Peters. I guess he's not feeling the bill of the Raiders' attitude or whatever. Um, how you feel about the Raiders going into next year? Honestly, you really can be optimistic about them now. Like, uh, McDaniel's not being there. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do about the coaching situation. I mean, AP got the, the team here. You know, mm-hmm. he got the participation of the team. So, I don't see why not. If you don't find the legit candidate, they can come in and outdo AP. I don't see why you don't keep him. But like right. with this job, the Panthers job, they're talking about it might be like seven to ten different jobs open, you know, at the end of the year. Yeah. So, you know, you we have said, to see how it plays out. Yeah, Kyle, you said the Panthers. Um, Listen, I of was, course, I the Raiders job. New, New Orleans might be open. Heard that. Mm-hmm. I think New Orleans will be open too. New Orleans is um, going to be open. I honestly think Atlanta has a chance to be open. That's just me throwing it out there. Um, well, Arthur Smith been there two years. Yeah, I, mean, I heard. I've heard uh, the Tennessee job might be open. Ooh, I don't mean it's. Ooh, it's a lot. It's a lot of safe. They, they talk about maybe seven to ten coaching jobs open. So we'll, we'll have to see how that works wow. out. Yeah, most definitely. Um, let's go on to the Jazz and Texans. The Jazz beat the Texans 24 to 21. It was a good game. Texans fought game. back. Texans fought back. Uh the Jazz go eight and three and the Texans go six and five. So um uh, Trevor Lawrence in the Jazz. How you feel about them making a playoff push and hopefully, you know, going into the next round of the playoffs? How you think they're gonna fare well, you know, against some of the very teams? Cause we see them struggling against. Teams that are kind of below them, but uh, they continue to, to you know win these games, edge it out. So, how do you think they're going to do in the playoffs if they reach there? I think they possibly can win, you know, in the first round. I don't know about them winning in the second. I, I guess it would depend on who the matchup would be. I just mm-hmm. think the Jags are more of an opportunistic team right now. I think they take advantage of, like I say, turnovers. I've been saying this all year. You know, they get the ball, you know, away from opponents, they turn it over and they put Trevor Lawrence in a short field. They fare better right. that way. And they do have some great – they do have a, uh, a great run scheme also. They catch people off guard, you know, with their outside zone runs and stuff like that. But I feel like Jacksonville needs a little more. And, like, the Josh Allen, he makes plays on the defensive side of the ball. Um, I know the, the, the young kid, Walker, is starting to come along. I think they're still middle of the pack as far as defensively, but I think they mm-hmm. still can win one game in the first round. I think they'll give somebody a run for the money in the second round. I just feel like they can't beat Kansas City. I don't think they could beat Baltimore. Like this is just my opinion, though. I think that'd be a close one. 
I think it'd be a close one against Baltimore, but I just feel like Baltimore's defense would get a hold of Trevor Lawrence and company. Um, but I think they do have a legitimate shot to be able to compete this year. Yeah, Jacksonville is one of the teams you kind of scratch your head at because you don't know what you're getting week in, week out. Like we saw the last two performances by uh, Trevor. I think he had two yesterday, two TDs yesterday. And he had four the week prior to that. Had a bad so, reception mistake too. Yeah, and those those weird is ugly head here and there. So my problem is with the Jazz man, can they be consistent? That back end, like you said, is kind of shaky. They need some corners right now. And can they limit teams on offense? That's the thing. And can the can Trevor keep this thing rolling? Because as we saw, we just he show up some games, some games you don't. Some games you scratching. Is he really a top ten quarterback? Is he? Does he have all the tools? But some games, like the last two performances, you're like, wow, okay, maybe he can do this. Yesterday, I give it to him yesterday. Yeah, Kevin really like it. Was concerning me at first because Kevin really had zero yards. I think till close to the third. Yeah. yeah, I was kind of having on my <laughs> ticket. <laughs> uh, looking at them like. Is he hurt? I had to go look. <laughs> I had to go he's look. Been, look he, he, he's been quiet for, you know, the past month or so. He's finally right. starting to come back alive. It, it, it blows my mind. I can't really put be the number one. It's your, there's no way you're number one going close into halftime with zero yards. That is true. Like, where's – where's, Yo, go ahead. No, I was, I was just going to say, man, shout out to CJ Stroud, man. Hey, that kid is impressive. Right. Uh – he is, and they still trying to put his name in MVP talks. I think he's a little bit, you know, above his head now with them with them losing games. His work can be mentioned. Um, right. So, shout out to CJ Scribe for doing his thing, hanging in there. I thought they go. I put them on my ticket. I think I had the Texans plus three and a half or something like that. That's a good, that's a good number there. If you, yeah, if I thought they half, could cover. Yeah, I thought the Texans could win that game, so that's why I did it. I took the three and a half. I think that was a plus three. Then I took three and a half just in, just in case. Ah, you're learning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no halves come in. No halves are important, guys. They very are very important. important. <laughs> All right, um, let's switch sides to the Commanders real quick. Yeah, let's talk about those guys. They did fire uh, Jack Del Rio. Did they fire some guys? <laughs> that that's an escape go move because if you sat up here and watched the game on uh this past Thursday, mm-hmm. what Washington needed, they traded away. They didn't have a pass rush. Dallas mm-hmm. moved up and down the field. Like they there was nothing that Washington could do to stop them. Uh Washington could have matched them offensively, but like as I said, like when the defense just gets ran up and down the field and then the offense started losing steam. You know, it right. became what it became. Um, but Jack Del Rio, like, we knew that we, we knew they were going to clean house. The new uh, owners, they, you know, bought the team not too long ago. They're, they're going to clean up, clean the house. And um, Jack Del Rio is just a, it's a stepping stone. Step you know, in which, yeah. And which it, it, it'll, be, it'll begin at the end of the year with Ron Vera and company. But um, like I said, what they needed, they traded away. Right, that made no sense. Like, fi- why you fire a guy every when you took away all his pieces? Like, you left him with no gro- groceries to cook with. None. Just seasoning <laughs> with no meat. 
Right. <laughs> like here, make me a uh, five course meal with this. Right. You know, it just... instead you get an egg sandwich. Yeah, what? <laughs> uh, they ain't gonna do. They ain't gonna do. All right. Uh, the Patriots they lose to the Giants, ten to seven. The Giants go to four and eight. The Patriots go to ten, uh, two and nine. Let me show this clip real quick. Uh, it's your boy, uh, Tommy. Tell me what you think. And they had a little emoji next to it. I thought that was kind of funny. Everybody was doing it at this point. I don't know. I'm cool with it. It's just a vibe. It's a lot of fun. So. A high vibe? Huh? What would you call it? A high what? A high vibe? No, that's a high. Mm, no. <laughs> mm. What's the word for it? There is no word for it. Bobby O, big doves. <laughs> big blue. Yeah. Hey, loving that kid. Hey. Man, somebody man, said. <laughs> Somebody said, there go Daniel Jones' job. <laughs> it feel like that whole Zach Wilson type thing going on here. <laughs> Look, Dable can be successful with everybody except Daniel Jones. It's crazy, ain't it? It's crazy, now, the kid, The kid is finding his guys. He He's under pressure. Yeah. I mean, what, he had like, he took, what, eight sacks last game? Yeah. And he was still fighting? The kid got heart, man. He And he making big-time throws. How, how can everybody make big time throws except Dane Jones? <laughs> <laughs> hey, they, I don't know. I don't know how he got the nickname Danny Dimes because oh, all I'm seeing is pennies right now. I mean, he well, I think he found Isaiah Hodges in the back of the end zone. Hyatt nice had over 100 yards. Yes, and that's supposed to be their burner. That's supposed to be a deep threat, and they hitting them deep. So why Daniel Jones can't? Get the ball to these guys. That's the forty million dollar question, right? So, do do you think they should go to the the forty nines way and rock with Tommy? I mean, I I don't know how much the costume <sighs> they. I mean, I, you can't bench forty dollars, can you? Forty million, you can't well, bench that game. They can get out of the contract because um, they. I mean, they paid him the majority of it, and they can get out of you know these NFL contracts are not fully guaranteed. So they probably can get out of it this year and next year and uh, save. So I'm quite sure sooner or later they, they'll they'll eat the loss of it and it'll be dead cap against the space. Yeah, I know Giants fans are rallying behind this guy. They finally seeing somebody that can throw the ball across the field, you know, sling across the yard. Well, I'm. I would think they would still probably draft somebody. Right. Yeah. Because. Well, he played against the uh the Patriots and what was the other game? Commanders. Yeah. So I want to see him play against the Ravens. You know, Let, well, let's see more. You know, yeah. Let, let's see more. Bit, some bit, know, some bigger fishes. Hey, if they if they had, if, let's say if he was the guy to say you no, know, they don't have to pay him. They could put money elsewhere, but I I would think they probably want to draft somebody. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Have a backup just in case. Oh, okay. He was undrafted. They had a stat. Oh, Bill Belichick. This is his first time ever losing to an undrafted quarterback. Mm. They come on, yeah. <laughs> yeah, undrafted rookie at that. Undrafted uh, rookie. They like missed the field goal to tie it up. But yeah. Matt, man, Matt Jones is terrible, too. My <laughs> Matt Jones is terrible, bro. <laughs> like, I think he's like second. Like, ever since he came into the league, he's second in turnovers behind Josh Allen. 
I mean, he don't have he don't have a line. He don't have receivers. I, look, so I, I, got, get, I get all that, but like your decision making still plays a it's, part. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. It, why he always throw interceptions over the middle and near the sideline? In the red zone. In the red <laughs> in the zone. It is always. I don't know. I want. I need to look up and see how many pitches and stuff he thrown. Oh, because it's all terrible. he threw one. He threw one to us last year to the Saints. Time Matthew picked them off and ran one back on them. Somebody hmm. said, uh, "Oh well, Dan Olaski said that uh, Bill Belichick ruined Matt Jones." <laughs> uh, I, I I wouldn't say that. I think Matt Jones ruined Matt Jones in a sense. You know, I Bill played a part of it in the set. Because the second year he, you know, he, you know, redigressed or whatever. But okay, right. they were giving the kid all the praise. I'm okay. You remember when Cam Newton was there? Cam was doing good. He caught COVID. Then they right. let Matt Jones take over. The word was, and I remember this clear just day. Matt Jones know the whole playbook. He's smart. He's this and that. He's putting people in the right. Okay, how can you go from that? You know, with McDaniel's being there, and then the second year, I'm quite sure you're running. Somewhat, you know, the same offense. I'm quite sure it didn't change that much, except the play caller. And you go from well, that to that. Now, I'm not blaming it all on the kid, but uh, you hear about his teammates not want to don't you know they don't want to stick up on him. They don't like him. You know the cheap shots and this and that. Man, Jones didn't help the case. You're right about that. Because teammates, they're gonna love you when you're playing good. <laughs> and I mean, you can be playing bad, up. but. I mean, who 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 do you hear sticking up for Matt Jones? I mean, what uh, yeah. Justin Fields is what five and twenty seven, but yep. his team may speak well on him. That's true. That's true. So uh, it's curious to see what these teams gonna do with the quarterback, especially the Patriots situation. Them drafting Matt Jones now, they have another chance to get one of these five or seven quarterbacks coming out. So it's, it's gonna be kind of. It's gonna be yeah, they two and nine. They two and nine. So Belichick really get to see if he really if he's there, he's yeah. gonna he's gonna get to see which quarterback he's gonna want. Don't take Kayla Williams. That's all he won't work in New England. Nah, he, he, <laughs> Bill Belichick, what are you crying for, boy? <laughs> I look I would like would like the passion. Yeah, <laughs> hey, he seen Tom Brady passes long ago. He's like, nah. <laughs> so, with that in mind, I'm gonna show the video of uh, Alex Smith talking about uh, Tom Brady. God, we heard his recent comments on how the league was soft. So, uh, Tom, before I show the video, I do want to read what Rex Ryan said about Bill Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. I forgot about this. Rich Ryan said, the Patriot way, it exhausted these kids. Tom Brady was the only reason you won anyway. Damn. What's some words? I mean, he's not lying, but you know what? Rex, Bill did handle you also. But, you know, Rex has success against Bill. Right. So, you know, it's a little back and forth with that. Like, you know, it's a little robbery there. That's all this talking is just robbery. That's all it is. But, all right, so here's Alice Smith talking about Tom Brady. Uh, where is it? Oh, here it is. 
You've been in his position, <laughs> retiring and then watching the game from a distance. Do you agree with Tom Brady? I mean, a, a lot here, Sam. Um, listen, first off, let me just preface this. I love Tom, the GOAT. But you don't need to say that. But yeah. you need to say it. Just get him. First off, he hasn't been retired that long. He was just playing. Like, he just won a Super Bowl in the current game. Like, is he discounting that one? Um, and then my, my biggest complaint with this, and, and no offense to you guys, well, all three of you guys, uh, he played in the most uncompetitive division, I think, in NFL history. I mean, you come out of training camp, the biggest cupcake division, you got a ticket to the playoffs right away. Like, talk about mediocre. I, I completely disagree with this. I, I know, I know he's, he's referencing the rule changes over the middle to the receiver, but in my opinion, I think the game's gotten better. There's more parity across the league. Quarterback play is at an all-time high, I think, across the league. Like the best, you've, you've got the best athletes playing the position. We didn't have this 30, 40 years ago. And then I also, you know, listen, he's referencing also that offense is down, right, like the numbers this year. To me, I, I kind of think we're in a golden age of D linemen. Like yeah, I, I, like, why can't we say defense is up? Yes, why I agree. I totally agree. Why can't, why yep. can't we do Every, that? I mean, because defensive players, I mean, it's all been geared, like you're saying, to attack the quarterback. Yep. The, the, they have genetic freaks, freaks playing yep. that are rushing Every the passer. Team. Every single team, yep. one of them. So what do you think about those comments from Al Smith? Mm. Al Smith is semi-right and a lot of wrong. Yeah, because you can sit up here and say Tom Brady played in a bad division. Okay, he also played outside the division. He went to the playoffs. There have been plenty of teams that had the opportunity to beat the Patriots, and they couldn't do it. Um, If you're going to say the AFC East was bad, you can say when Peyton was with the Colts, the AFC South was bad in a sense. Um, You can say when Troy Aikman and them was in Dallas, you know, after Reggie White left Philly and company, that the NFC East was bad. I can go on and on, but at the end of the day, when you get to the playoffs, you win games, you get to the Super Bowl, you win games. It kind of cancels out everything that Alex Smith says, in a sense. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm kind of like in the middle, too. It, it was a cupcake division, but he still went through the gauntlet in the playoffs. So you're not playing against them sorry teams anymore. That just showed how much better the Patriots were were in that division. I mean, like you said, all them battles with Peyton Manning and the Colts, you know, the Ravens. Like, they saw great teams. But again and again, go go ahead. Wait a minute. Let me add add before you cap it off. Mm -hmm. Alex Smith, you played in Kansas City, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So you had a chance to knock them off, did you? No. So – What's your what's your, what's your drift right there? You get what I'm saying? What, what what's your catch right there? Because you had an opportunity, you know, to knock them off and you couldn't do it. You know, mm-hmm. even even when you was in San Francisco, you couldn't make it on the other side to meet. Exactly, and they came up short with Ellis Smith. So I, I think people just like to nitpick at Tom Brady and the you know what he did, all the Super Bowls and stuff, but. They got to realize you still got to go through the playoffs. Still got to go through the gauntlet in order to see. And and also, you got to listen when Tom Brady's talking about the rules and stuff. Because think about it. As the rules made offense better, Tom Brady got better. Mm-hmm. Right? 
Tom Brady mm-hmm. started putting up ridiculous numbers because he started taking advantage of the rule changes with the offenses and stuff. So, I mean, he played for 20-plus years, so he can be able to speak on how the old rules were and how the new rules were because he's successful in both eras. It make a lot of sense because, like you said, he won one recently in the NFC South against a good Saints team, you know, against Drew Brees. So he done it all over the place. Exactly. So he just – no, but I do. I, I I would like to pivot to this. Why you think quarterback yardage is down? Cause I married the golden era. Everybody, even like people like Sam Donald, not Sam Donald. Uh, Sam Bradford and some of them guy was throwing for like 300, 400 yards. But now Easy. these guys, now Easy. guys are barely hitting three hundred. <laughs> Easy. Like what? What did Tom Brady tell you? The coaching. The coaching is is not as great as it used to be. Like, there's too many gimmicks in the well in the league right now. Far as you know, especially like you don't have quarter, you don't have pro style quarterbacks. You know, just dropping back a few of them are. You know, you still got the staffers and stuff like that. But just overall, as the league compared to you know even 12, 13 years ago, mm-hmm. you don't have 20 plus drop back passers in the league. With pro style offenses that are throwing the ball forty plus times a game, you got running yeah. quarterbacks. You got um, teams that you know still run the ball. You know you got a lot of successful teams that run the ball with the quarterback and the running back, and that's their bread and butter. You know you don't have the Mike Martins in the league anymore. You don't have who 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 else was pretty good offensively. You don't have you know those kind of schemes and stuff like that. Right. So where now you got more of a college-based schemes to try to cater to these young quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I agree. So, I agree. Half like the lead quarterbacks. Saying, you know, half the lead right now, backups. You know, so mm-hmm. production is down. You know, I know there's a lot of defensive, you know, players that are now freaks of natures. You know, they've been freaks of natures for the last 30, 40 years in this league. You know, yeah. it's just becoming more and more of a thing now as far as on the defensive lines with the defensive tackles and stuff. Mm. You know, but the game's just changed. The rules have changed. And, hey, like you say, we got to give defense some credit this year because they're playing, but the better teams in the league are averaging over 20. That I mean, there, there's a clear difference in the league. You know, mm-hmm. the, the better teams are averaging over 20. The not-so-good teams are averaging under 20. Right. And you can tell the difference between, you know, the guys that have it and the guys that don't, you know. And you can tell by the scores in some of the games. So, it's like you mentioned, it's, it's, it's a little bit of everything going on right now. One more thing, and I, we can move on. Mm-hmm. Another thing that's hurting these offenses, because they're paying these quarterbacks too much damn money. <laughs> yep, can't get no O-line, you can't pay, no you can't, you can't pay nobody else. <laughs> And these and these quarterbacks getting knocked out at the end of seasons, like exactly, exactly. The quarterbacks get knocked out of the games, and you're left with nothing. Nothing. That's that's on point. Shout out for shout out to Jason for tuning in. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate you, man. Jason, go way back. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Rams beat the Cardinals thirty-seven to fourteen. The Rams go to five and six. The Cards go to two and ten. Not much to say about that, but Kyron no. Williams, <laughs> he's a beast. Somebody great mentioned game. that. Yeah, it was a great, <laughs> great fancy game. <laughs> hey, somebody mentioned they said Kyron Williams is going to go first 
overall in this fantasy draft. You agree with that? You know what? Whoever takes them first, good luck to you. Right. I think I'll still lean on Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> exactly. All right. Um, the Ray, what's what's home? No, I don't want to talk about that yet. The Panthers, one and ten Panthers mm-hmm. lose to the 17, the uh four and seven Titans. The Titans go to the score was 17 to 10. Frank Wright was fired. So he's out of there. I know you and RC was talking about like he it was just one year and he didn't even want you brought up he didn't want Bryce Young, he wanted CJ Scroud. They have a clip of Josh McCown <laughs> talking to CJ Scroud, telling him, like, hey man, we we we'll see you soon. We'll see you soon. So that they're telling CJ Scroud, like, mm-hmm. we're getting drafted by Carolina. But like you mentioned, the owner stepped in, like, nah, nah boys, nah, nah. We taking the five seven quarterback Bryce Jones. <laughs> <laughs> we taking old mini me. We taking him. I'm not gonna look. Dude, I'm, I'm not gonna bash that young man. I like. I like. Bryce. Yeah, I like Bryce. You know, I'm <laughs> very unfortunate. And the more and more now, the more and more as you look at it with Frank being gone, you you gotta you gotta look at this owner, man. You gotta look at Tepper. Um, Yesterday, after the um, I heard that they lost. I heard that he said some bad words in the locker room, and I was saying to myself, "Then they probably about to fire Frank." Um, if Frank wanted CJ, in which he did, because I remember during the pro day, it was said that Frank told him we'll see you in Carolina. All right. Mm-hmm. If Bryce is not Frank's guy, it wasn't gonna work from the get go. You know, even though, you know, Frank can make it like, oh, you know, we believe we're going to do everything, believe in the kid. Frank didn't put the kid in the right, you know, on the right path, in my opinion, as far as what, what they had. He mm-hmm. made things easier for Bryce. Um, Tepper and company definitely gets the bigger end of the disappointment in this because they meddle too damn much. You know, you trade all the way up from what, eight or nine to one. You give up your best receiver. You don't have this kid, anybody to throw to. Now, if it was CJ, CJ right. probably could have did a better job because he's a better, you know, thrower of the football mm-hmm. as we see. You know, he probably could have made the Marshall kid look better in Thielen and company. You know, Bryce, you know, like I say, he's small. And as we thought, he would need a lot to make him look successful in the NFL. And Carolina is far from it. So, they're going to have to overspend in free agency because mm-hmm. – they would have the number one pick if they had the pick. So, you know, what are you going to do? You have to hit on everything in this draft to be able to have some kind of success next year. Mm-hmm. And, like I say, overspending free agency, which the billionaire owner don't mind to do anyway. You know, he's been through two or three coaches now. It doesn't make any sense. You know, that that's right. a, you know what? That's a graveyard job because now cool. somebody's going to have to take that job and it's guaranteed failure, unfortunately. And watch it be B enemy. I, I I'm gonna tell you right now, it's gonna be Airbnb. I hope not. He don't take that. I, of course, we we hope not. But I I promise you, it's gonna be some somebody's gonna have to take the job. You know, mm-hmm. somebody's gonna want the opportunity, and it just you're not gonna get a made man because they they're not gonna want Tepper. You know, meddling in the damn business. You know, they're going to want, you know, they're going to want somebody new, somebody that, you know, if he wants to hear it there, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. 
it's gonna be somebody. I hope it's not the enemy. It, it's gonna it's gonna have to be somebody young, that, you know, anxious for a head coaching job. But you know, we'll see. My thing is, I thought Panthers understood that this was a rebuild. I, I don't know what to expect from Frank Wright and the crew to win games with no O line, no receivers, nope. defense is banged up. Yep. You know, and was it JC Horn? Like yeah, that defense is there, they're depleted. Yeah, so I don't understand what was the you know the measurable for this team. I thought everybody understood that they weren't going to be that good. I know. Uh, I mean, what can you do when your own line can't protect Bryson? So it just they Frank Wright. You know he's he got free up. payday, man. Yeah, he got free payday. He he tried his best, and and like I said, they should have protected Bryce a little bit better by running the ball, getting the ball out quicker, selling these. Five still drop backs and him trying to stay in the pocket like no, nah, they ain't working. You getting killed. So I think Frank Wright knew the right was on wall anyway. So I think he was just like whatever, just forget it. All right, the Broncos beat the uh, Browns twenty nine to twelve. The Broncos go to six and five. The Browns go to seven and four. Peyton, was that five games in it? Flowers. Yes, it is. Got to give credit where credit due, man. Uh, they're one of the four teams that's undefeated in November. San Francisco, Philly. Uh, Philly, Denver, and Indianapolis are the only undefeated teams coming out of November. So kudos to all these teams. But we do have to give Sean Payton and company credit. Russ mm-hmm. is playing wonderful. Uh, Vance has turned the defense around. The defense is, is playing great. They fly into uh, the ball. Yeah, they fly into the ball, man. You, and you can tell now. You can tell this is a Sean Payton team because they breathe, play. They do everything Sean Payton does. They they emble Sean Payton. Yeah. So I, I see nothing but continued success, and they and they've beaten tough teams. So we can't sit up here and say they haven't played anybody. It's the time of the year, you know. Teams like Denver, Indianapolis, mm-hmm. you know, teams like that. You don't want to play them, you know, because they're tough. They're physical. You know, and they, they're trying to scrap and do everything to make these playoffs. And, you know, Denver is definitely on the right path, you know, where they are. I think they've already played Kansas City twice. they got to play the Chargers again. You know, I'm quite sure their schedule fares their way. So, don't be surprised to see Denver make a push for the playoffs this year. Yeah, man, I'm trying to pull up Denver's schedule and see uh, what it looked like. But, yeah, Sean, that was Sean Payne do, man. He get the guys that won't be there. If you don't buy in – he ships you out point blank. Mm-hmm. He done that in New Orleans. He's just that type of guy. He comes from Bill Parcells, so he's a non-no-sense type of guy. He demands respect. If you don't respect him or don't want to buy in, he gets you out. And so as you saw, as you see, these players are buying in, especially them young guys. They hungry. He knew that. That's why he got Frank Clark out of there and some other guys. He, he saw yeah. the young guys. They wanted to play. If you want to play, then he gonna put you in, and they and they making plays out there. They they put twenty nine on the Browns, and the Browns been stuffing people all year. So my question is to you, though, Flowers, will the Broncos get in? What's the tell me the schedule? I need to hear the rest of the schedule. All right, let me. I, I had to buy it out of it. Hold on. Uh, let's see it. I hate Yahoo website with the NFL.com. All right, they have Houston, 
That's a uh, big game. The Chargers. That's a big game. Now that's a that's a test. Chargers, Detroit, New England, Chargers, Las Vegas. They can definitely be that's definitely doable. in the push. Yeah, very doable. Definitely very doable. They just can't slip up on no the on the Chargers. I feel like they probably can still both the of games. Do you, do you trust the Chargers? No. no, I do not. That's why I took them. I took Baltimore. I, I was kind of, you know me, I'm a Justin Herbert guy, so I don't like picking against them. But I was like, you know what? It's not Justin Herbert, it's Staley. So I went with the Ravens this week, mm-hmm. and I'm glad I did. I need to tally up the uh, the total for y'all. Man, we had a guy. Well, we all, I think, had a I took some gamble. I took a gamble. I took a couple oh, gambles who, this week. Who you take a gamble on? Don't tell me um, that stuff now, because I think I'm like 12 and 3 right now. <laughs> uh, I took the Bucks. I thought. Oh, I, I thought the, shame <laughs> on you. I took the Bucks. I thought the Bucks had a chance because mm-hmm. they played the 49ers tough. So I was like, you know what? They can they can score, but I ain't expecting that. They didn't. You can go and talk about the game. We can go ahead and talk about it now. The Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> the Colts beat the Bucks 27-20. Baker was under duress, man. Like, what the what were y'all doing to him out there? <laughs> that boy was scratching. <laughs> look, the de- look, our defense has been playing some great ball the past three weeks. Man, we sacked Baker five or six times uh yesterday. Man, we sacked previous quarterbacks in the past few weeks the same number, about five, six times. We've been getting to the quarterback, man. That is a very, very wonderful thing. Um Baker got banged up um, on the first drive, man. Hit Mike Evans 50 yards, a 50-yard bomb down the field. Mm-hmm. It was a misread, but that's okay. May get down, try to quarterback, sneak it with him. He gets rolled on his ankle, man. And from there on there, man, we were like we were after him the whole game. I, I do want to give Shane Steichen some credit, man, because Shane Steichen, he takes these marvelous gambles on fourth down. He Man, he crafts up some wonderful plays yesterday. Play action, pop tight end, pop passes, uh, just the RPOs with Minshew and company. Mm-hmm. It's just like Steichen calls the right things at the right time. Um, I felt strong, and I didn't think uh, Tampa Bay could cover our wideouts. I thought Pittman was going to have a good game. Um, I thought Alec Pierce would, you know, catch a few balls, but definitely Pittman and company. Uh, Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss on the ground were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a strength for Tampa Bay stopping the run. And I thought All offensive right. line played great yesterday. That's why I think I thought the uh, it would be all the way around. The Bucks getting pressure on Minshew. Sat one time yesterday. I was I was surprised. I'm like, dang, I didn't. This is not how I blitzed. thought the game would go. And they blitzed. And look, the one thing I will say is. We we harp about you know these zero blitzes and nobody having a slant route or an in route you know as an audible on these plays and mm-hmm. Michael Pittman ate the middle of the field of yesterday. I think he had like ten or eleven catches and it, it was marvelous mm-hmm. yesterday. If we yeah. make the playoffs and look looking at our schedule, we have a great chance to make the playoffs also. And I feel the coach of the year. That can go a lot of ways, you know, Sean Payton, Shane Steichen, especially if Shane Steichen mm-hmm. put this Coast team in the playoffs. 
from all the turmoil, you know, that was around us in training camp and the preseason with Jonathan Taylor and company injuries and this and that, and this being his first year, we're losing Anthony Richardson. And if we still make the playoffs, I don't see why Shane Steichen can't be the coach of the year. All right. I can't see that. Y'all lost AR. I mean, y'all, y'all been dealing with injuries the whole year. And mm-hmm. if y'all do squeeze in, man, he definitely a, a candidate for that reward. Same with D'Amico Ryan in Houston. Yes. Houston. If Houston get team the ball out and win these tough games and somehow squeak in, then we gotta play them again. Right. We got so, we gotta play Pittsburgh. We gotta play Houston. We got Tennessee this week. Um and we got a lot of like I play the Raiders. We look, we got a lot of games that are playoff implicators, and especially with the flex coming up this month. Mm-hmm. We might get flexed into a main spot. I hope so. Uh, but just we need to keep our heads down, keep grinding. Sky's limit for this team right now. As long as we don't turn the ball over, Minshew, buddy, I need you to get the ball out your hand a little quicker. Because <laughs> when you hold on to it, that's when you make your mistakes. Go on, get that ball out your hand when it's quick and fast. When that offense is going no huddle, turn up the pace, man. It's a wonderful thing. I'm going to say this and I'm done. The Colts are averaging over 25, 26. That's what playoff teams do. Um, like I said, the defense has been playing great. Um, I know the numbers yeah. probably don't show it right now, but if you paid attention for the past month, we've gotten pressure and we got turnovers, and that's a great thing. That's how you win. That's how you win games: pressure and, and turnovers. That's how the Saints made a living for so long. All right. Uh, Saints. Man, I do not want to talk about it. Actually, <laughs> the Saints lose to the Falcons, twenty-four to fifteen. All I have to say, y'all are a bunch of bombs. Y'all know who y'all are. <laughs> y'all know who y'all are, Derek Carr. I wasn't going to say any names, but Derek Carr, you're a bomb. <laughs> you know, we had all of those red zone trips. I think it was six, if I'm not mistaken. Field goals. Number field goals. DA, you're a bum. Pete Carmichael, you're a bum. So tired of these Saints, man. Like, there was a chance to, to move ahead in NC South. But they can't get their heads out their butts to call a good game. Now, I'm just putting that, you know, PG for the kids out there. So that's the New Orleans bombs. New Orleans, that's that's what they are. Man, you sound you about to bring the paper bag back out, man. <laughs> Yeah, if DA keeps staying here, yeah. I'm pretty sure there are going to be some fans that bring back some paper bags. But, yeah, it was very disappointing. I think I was on my phone flipping between games. It was, I was so over it. I knew it. Yeah. I felt like it was going to lose the game. Well, the Chargers, like I said, we move on. We don't got to talk about that. That's that's behind me. All right, the Ravens beat the Chargers 20 to 10. But I do want to ask this question. Who do you think? Should be fired first, or who more deserving to be fired, Dennis Allen or Brandon Staley? First, yeah, who who's more deserving to oh, be fired? Man, Brandon Staley, man. <laughs> In that order, Brandon Staley, then your boy Da. Cause Staley have more talent on that team. You say, yeah, that's why. Look, Staley got more talent. He's been look. He, he, 
especially from last year, man. Oh my goodness, you can just look from the past two years, just the flop in the playoffs, these starts, you having the worst defense for the past two years. At least y'all defense has been good with Dennis Allen with him being a defensive coach. The yeah. offense, the, the offense isn't there, and obviously y'all just need a, a young offensive mind, you know, to get y'all over the hump. But Brandon Staley comes off as this guy that just thinks he knows it all and doesn't. You know, you can't like say can't be ranked bottom half in the NFL, man. And the defense, all these high priced players, and they're not giving you any production. So definitely Staley. Blows my mind. Staley first, man, then D.A. Um, D.A. just feels like he's a worn-out record with scratches on it. You know, y'all listen to it and heard it long right. enough. And y'all just need new – y'all need to put a new song on. That, that's all, that's right. all y'all need. Y'all need new direction. You know, the, the life is not there for y'all. I was watching y'all yesterday, and I, we move on as I say this. When Alave got that concussion, I knew the game was over. Alave was killing them. Yeah. DA, uh, I mean, uh, DC finally realized, like, man, I should just throw it to this guy. You know, still yelling at him. Just throw it to him. He went up there and got it. And, you know, the commentary, I like how he put it. He said, if DC would have kept the ball in play. He went, uh, uh, a lot of they went and made a difficult, difficult catch. It's true. And so it's like, man. When things start going right, start going good, something like that happen. And we'll and next you know we start losing receivers left and right. But I agree with uh Brandon Saylor. I might put that poll up. Who's more deserving to be fired? Brandon Saylor or DA? Because Staley, Staley he's he's getting his own way. He's powerful. He don't want to admit when he's wrong. He's getting mad at at uh, reporters for asking the questions. That need to be asked or why the yeah. defense are playing like this and why are they not scoring points and why they not you know uh moving the ball like they should and why are they going for fourth downs in their own territory like are you that scared or you you don't have that com- that much confidence in your team to move the ball that you gotta go for on fourth down every time like that's a problem you shouldn't be going for on fourth down in many times so that's a problem with Dan Hill, and he should have been going last year. I don't after that debacle in the playoffs. There's no way he should have been back. I'm but telling. here we are, and then you think they learned a lesson, right? This team is four and seven. The Chargers are four and seven. Look, we were Come hollering on. last year. Go get Sean Payton, right? And you let Denver go get Sean Payton, and look and, and look at you now. Boo boo the fool. That's what they looking like. So. That's that's terrible. I feel bad for Charger fans. I know they don't really have many fans in LA. Move the damn team back to San Diego. <laughs> yeah, right. That's what they need. They didn't go that's back to the, the sunny side of San Diego. That's where the loyalty was. Right. You had your own fan. It almost like what game was that? Oh every damn game they play in Los Angeles. <laughs> it was more fans of that team in that state. I was like, you gotta be kidding. It is less like they don't support them guys like that. No. So here's the game everybody was debating and talk about. The Bills lose to the Eagles in overtime, 37 to 34. The Eagles are 10 and 1. The Bills go to 6 and 6. That's what you thought. A lot of people blaming Sherman Dermott. That's where you, you lay your blame. Yes, because he's the same with. He's been terrible with timeouts for the last few years. But this this is what I don't understand. 
at the end of the game, you call a timeout on Philly when they're trying to attempt a 59-yard field goal, when there's chaos everywhere. They're trying to get people on and off the field. Do not call a timeout. It's raining. It's pouring down. Mm -hmm. The game is sloppy. Why would you call a timeout and let them get adjusted to kick a game time field goal? Just let it play out. I, I don't I don't understand what Moderman be thinking, you know, in particular time. Uh yeah. Because that was a perfect time to let them rush. That was in a rush, you know. Also, okay, you call the timeout and you let them kick the field goal, right? Mm-hmm. You have Josh Allen on a heater. I'm talking about hot. He had 20 seconds. You don't allow him to at least have two plays to see where it goes and maybe they can get in the field goal range. Because mm -hmm. after Philly made that field goal, in your mind, you have the mindset, well, whoever gets the ball first is probably going to win. In which Buffalo got it first in overtime. You know, and there was a misread with Gabe Davis and Josh Allen. Right. You know, because Philly sent the house and Gabe Davis is wide open. And, you know, Josh Allen throws it up thinking he's going, you know, back to the end zone and Gabe cuts it in. Um, and you knew then that the game was probably over because Philly was going to get it and take it down the field. Mm-hmm. The, the Bill defense, you know, they didn't give us much confidence of stopping the Eagles in overtime. I mean, they was up what – Seven points going into the third or something like that. That was, was up seventeen seven. Yeah, um, Buffalo had like two hundred and seventy something yards of total offense to Philly's ninety something. Right. Uh, Philly made halftime adjustments. Uh, Jalen Hurst started using his legs and he made some throws. But at the end of it, man, I just feel like it was more of McDermott and Buffalo gifting that game to Philly, and like I say, points. with all the bad timeouts mm -hmm. and. Like I say, trying to and giving Josh uh, Elliott in the, or Jake Elliott, excuse me, time to be able to get comfortable enough to make a fifty-nine-yard field goal, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> let the clock run. Let, let, let the, that man take a deep breath. The They're trying to get organized because <laughs> I don't think Philly had any timeouts. You have to let that play out. Right? Why would you help them out? And and this is just. Uh, Sherman, Sherman Dermot, mo, you know, giving games late away, like just gifting them to people. Oh, that what's that? Josh Allen and the Bills are 0 7 in and, overtime, uh, yeah, in overtime. Mm. That means you don't know how to cl close, you don't know uh, how to close it's, it. It's not his fault. Can we say it's really Josh Allen's fault all the time? I, I know, right? I don't think that's fair. But and that's why my point is well, a couple episodes ago, they put so much on Josh Allen, like they did in this game. They do have played spectacular. And then when it was up seven and they were marching on the Eagles again, I believe uh Philly blocked the field goal. Jordan yeah. Davis got his hand up. So, like y'all left points on the field. Y'all had a chance to nail the Eagles in the coffin, but y'all didn't do that. Y'all didn't take advantage of the Eagles mishaps. And that's just what the Bills have been doing for the last couple of years. Like, at some point, Sherman Dermott got to look himself in the mirror like, I got to do a better job at coaching. I got to do a better job at time management. Look, this is not the time, you know, for McDermott to be pity partying himself because, man, they got a hell of a schedule left. Six and six. I, 
they're they're not making the playoffs. I, I'm gonna go. I'm calling this now because I think Ooh. they got Kansas City this week. Next week they got to play Dallas. So that can be that's definitely two losses because they can play great and still lose. Um, mm-hmm. So they can't afford to honestly lose another game because you're gonna have to win about ten, eleven games to get into the playoffs, competing with the Dolphins because the Dolphins took care of business prior. You know, until now, they ain't now catching the Dolphins, them, right? They ain't catching the Dolphins, so then they're knocked down to the tenth spot in the AFC. So that's a lot of rock climbing to do. Man, oh man, who would have thought the Bills would end up in this position? Position, not me, not one bit. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like Jalen is in consideration for MVP? Consideration, he probably should be the clear cut favorite right now, in my opinion. Oh, okay. why? Okay. You know, I've been feeling this way for the last three weeks about it. Um, Jalen Hurts, man, they're ten and one. They find a way behind this young man to come back. This is the second half time they were down to uh, ten plus to come back to win these games. Have to give credit to Jalen Hurts because he's the lead of this offense. As far as you want to, you know, push push it or spread mm-hmm. them out. You run quarterback, draw the win up, win a game of overtime. This kid is making throws. He's resilient. He's stoic as hell. He he kills me on the sideline because I'm <laughs> like, man, just you can shit at least clap a little, you know. He just right, he's just all crazy and everything. <laughs> look, I understand the stoic look. That's cool, but I like when people show some emotion. Just clap a little bit, you know. Pump right. the fist, you know. That's cool. But I, I like Jalen Hurts. I I think he's a clear cut favorite because honestly, who else can you say right now that you're gonna give it to other than him? I, well, I had Christian McCaffrey up there for his performances. True. I mean, um, yeah, he can be up there. But you know what? They got they play this week. So this could be a big determinant of where that can go. You know, mm-hmm. whereas – because honestly, Brock Purdy might can throw his name in the conversation. Also, if he has a great game this Sunday coming up against the mm-hmm. Eagles, I will throw that out there too. And be- that – uh, yeah, that four that. four touchdowns uh, performance. They said I mean, the month of November. Dak has been astounding. I I have to give look. I I know I talk shit about <laughs> that, Dak boy. <laughs> I love Dak. Um, professional. I love everything about him. Man, look, I, we've watched Dak come from Mississippi State, coming in right. as a freshman, Our own state, all, only coming in to run the ball on the goal line. He came from that. And so what he is now. So I'll always commend Dak for his hard work and his mm-hmm. ability to grow and adapt, you know, playing the quarterback position. I think he's definitely an MVP candidate also. So I'm going to say Jalen Hurts won. Um, I guess I can say McCaffrey two. Let's go with Dak three, Mahomes four. four. And if I think of a fifth one, I'll give it to you. Yeah, that's not – Kyle, trying to think of receiver. I think Justin Jefferson was on pace. Well, I mean – He was say healthy. Tyreek Hill, maybe. Yeah, Tyreek Hill, you throw him in there. You can, give, you can throw offensive player of the year most definitely. Um, I'm trying to think, was, could it be anybody else? I think Lamar deserves some recognition also. So he can be the long fifth or sixth. Mm-hmm. Uh, person for consideration. Also. Are they winning games? I mean, the only miscue I have with the Ravens was the Browns game. But other than right. that, I can't really fault them 
or put asterisk by Lamar because uh, he been he been taking care oh. of things on and his if end. You, if you want to round out the list, let's throw C.J. Stroud and let's throw Trevor Lawrence on there for consideration also. Right on, Kyle. A lot of people's rooting for C.J. Stroud to win it. I don't think a rookie has ever won it, has it? No. So a lot of people rooting for C.J. Stroud right now. Uh, I have this clip from uh, from the Buffalo Bill game. I should have two. Let me see if I can find the other one. But I'm going to show this one first. <laughs> do you see what the kid do? <laughs> yeah. Hey, he's so smooth. <laughs> Man, hey, how are you? <laughs> hey, only in Philly, bro. Oh my goodness! Now, see, he, he would have sparta kicked that little boy a bit of problem. <laughs> I so I can see you kicking. All right, little boy. All right, you better go somewhere. Nah, look, I ain't gonna kick nobody, kid. I don't want to kill nobody. Kick him out. They said, man, that kid, he did so small. I thought he was being a good sport. I was like, oh, look at this little kid. This nah, sweet? Little, look, I've been shocked if he actually gave that man some depth. Right, man. I, he, he, you know what? That man should have seen that coming, but as a kid. Right. I was what like, the... you kid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and your moms. <laughs> your family right to F them too. Raising a little joker right. Right, man. That's what I say. He would have got me because I was like, oh, it's a kid. You know, it's all good. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> See, we're from Mississippi. We, we're from Mississippi. It's like, we didn't see nothing like that for we speak, kid. Like, we speak to people. Like, we we we, we very hostile down here, you know. Yeah. Uh, man, I probably, I, I don't know how I feel about that. If you did that to me, I'm like, this little joker here. But that was another video. Let me see. Can I find it? I, I think I found it right here. Let me download it real quick. Ah, shoot. Hold on. But it's uh, Bill, Bill's players. I don't know if y'all uh, seen that. I seen, I seen, yeah, I seen it. What do right y'all think about yeah. this? This is, I've never seen this before. Like, what's the point of shoving the Eagles fan? Like, the the guy, oh, uh, I forgot what the guy's name. He said that they were threatening their families and stuff. Wow. Look, you make too much money to be worried about what the hell a drunk-ass Philly fan saying. You know that's what comes with the territory. And that's what made me hate Philly Well, not me, let me not say hate. Hate. But dislike. This, dislike Philly fans. Mm-hmm. Because you know the heckling and this and that, you know I'm I'm not for all that. Let's just go and watch the game and have a good time. Um, but the player, like that's not the first time I've ever seen that. You know I've seen it happen down in Jacksonville. Uh, a guy in Seattle actually went up into the stand trying to get after a guy a few years ago. Um, mm-hmm. You know you just you just have to ignore that nonsense you hear from these ignorant fans on the sidelines because they'll say anything to you to get a reaction out of you. And then right. you put get your, you your element. Mm-hmm. They want to, you know, sue you and this and that. 
that's all they want in the first place. You know, don't don't feed into that, that BS, man. Just like I said, you're getting paid too much money to be sitting here with your head leaned back listening to what the hell it is saying. Right. Uh, like move away. Like, yeah, like they was at the end of the bench. I was just like, move on down. I was just move and, away from it. And you are and you already pissed off that you done lost the game. And you're feeding into the. I think they know, was doing the game. There was a play going on behind them. You know so that, that you don't don't feed into it. I would just remove yourself, man. Or right. he claimed that he tried to get security to throw them out, but security didn't do nothing about it. You're in Philly. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, Come on, right? Man. Wait, what do you say? Like, look, you 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 been to a football state. You been inside a football stadium, right? You realize they the the stands. Where the players sit and where fans sit are like 30 yards apart. There's a reason mm-hmm. why. You took your time to walk over there, all the way over there. All three of the them. them. I, like, you know what I'm saying? Y- y'all, y'all look like a bunch of sour pussies. You know, go on, go on with your business, man. Like, y'all got a game going on. Game you need all hands on deck, first of all. Don't worry focus. about what the hell going on behind you. I know, I'm not even focus. listening. Like, I'm so locked in. I'm, like I'm, me. I'm locked I, into the game. Thank you. Yeah. I'm standing up looking at what's and, going on. You know, if I'm I'm sitting down with my tablet, you know, looking at if I'm playing right. defense, looking at the offensive formations, or if I'm playing offense, looking at coverages and, and blocking, you know, schemes and everything else. You know, so it's, there's, there's more to be concerned with than you trying to go over and confront a fan that's not going to do nothing. Ain't gonna do anything. And the thing he was just standing there, he wanted him to come push him. How yeah. he was like, he like, look, look, he pushed me, pushed me. So now he's gonna do file his complaints to the NFL and watch he get a little money. He don't know you're gonna get money, but I got it. You might get fined a good healthy amount just because you put your hands on him. Exactly. And, they try and that's I don't know. But like when I play, all you talking to coaches, talking to teammate, I don't stand up watching the game on the sideline. Like mm-hmm. I ain't have time to talk to you. I, I really ever listen or hear anything because you know, I so what's going on? Look at the crowd. All right, they tell you not to, to do that anyway. They focus. I should be on the playbook or what are you doing? Ah, Bills, man, McDermott. That shouldn't be happening on your watch. Yeah. All right. Um, let's go ahead and get the studding dud. All right, Flowers. I hope I got all these labeled. <laughs> all right, who who your uh, stud? Man, I, look, I've been trying to go out the box for the past few weeks. I could have easily said Jalen Hurts, but this week, man, I'm going with Jordan Love. All right, let's give Love some love. To be a third down and three. Going for the end zone for Watson. He's got it. Touchdown, Green Bay. I see you watching. <laughs> That's what I've been Love waiting been for. Great, he's been playing great, man. Right, I, this is I enjoy watching game. that on Thanksgiving. Enjoy exactly. And that's all we want to see. Jordan Love push the ball downfield. Don't be scared mm-hmm. to throw the ball like that. Get Watson a chance to go get it. That's what he do. Mm-hmm. And if he drop it, he drops it. <laughs> all right, uh, RC stood was Jalen Hurts. So let's see Jalen. I think I figured somebody to pick him. You're right, right. Breaker for Buffalo fans, and this would be the pedigree of championship teams. Hurts, Hurts to the end zone, and the Eagles 
time. That's the championship DNA we were talking about all game. Imagine. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I did that. Kelly okay. Green uniform. Yeah, he just reminded me of Bill Juice. Like, what you doing? <laughs> me? None. Just, just hanging around. <laughs> that close. Um, oh, my goodness. Because I've seen it too much with them. You cannot mm-hmm. call a, a zero blitz down that close to the goal line. He's gonna pull it and run it every time once he re- once he realizes man coverage across the field. Right, and what that was a great, a heck of a block by Kelsey. Yes, come on now, he's a pro bowler. All right, uh, my stud of the week. I decided to give him love. I thought about Dak, but I'm get Kyron. I did too. Some okay. love because he came off injury, man. So yeah, give him some love. Cut with an adjustment to the bottom of your screen. The other way, it is a screen to Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams gets a block. He's in the end zone, and that's a wrap touchdown. Dude come off injury, winning fancy games for people. I know that's right. So, I got to give him some love. I think RC dropped him in our league. I tried to pick him up a week ago, but my brother-in-law beat me to it. I was so mad at him. Mm. Oh, I'm like, who? I feel like I'm the only one in the league besides Gatwood and you, Flowers. We like watched the Raver. Uh, I, I saw him yeah, drop. Beat me. Yeah, I seen it. I went looking for him not too long ago, too, and I see he was picked up. Yep, he got picked up. Uh, cause I remember RC dropped him. I'm like, I'm going to go claim him. But of course, my brother in law beat me to it. <laughs> All right, uh, Flowers, who you're dud? Sean McDermott. Come on down. All right. So I just and got, I hope you uh, got the field goal clip. I didn't get the I field goal. I should, I should have texted you and told you. Right. I was rushing today, so I just got Josh Allen turn the ball over. Cause they they re- really rely on him way too much. Mm-hmm. Second and eight. He's picked off. It's Bradbury with the interception. Mm. That was just at a bad time. What I can that do, was. though, Flowers, I can go, I'm go back. Grab the field goal video and upload it to yes IG to the page yeah to the page because I think they'll fit they'll suit better to go along with my argument for giving him the dud of the week. Right, right, right. I totally agree. All right, uh, RC dud of the week. Um, my mind is from late. Let me see. Can I? Who was? Oh, oh, Jerry Golf. Mm-hmm. Situations. Four-man rush here on third and five. Pressure again. Goff in trouble. Steps away and runs. He lost the ball again. There's a fight for it at the bottom. Carl Brooks punched it out. Now who's got it? Didn't like, he what is he doing? Fumbles? Yes, he had he had a sack fumble. He had that fumble. I think, I think he did have another one. I can't remember. Oh, my goodness. Like, you touched Wait, him. Remember- the ball's going to fall. Oh, watching that game, cause I picked them on parlay. I'm like, what's going on here? Like, where? Why is Jerry Goff doing this to me? Like, did he listen to the last show? He like, all right, I'm so bad. <laughs> I'm so bad. So he want he want to talk about me watching me lose this game. He hell was just and Look, Dan Campbell could not believe it. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say something after you announce uh, RC's dud. I mean, oh, that was dude, the excuse me. I mean, you're oh, doing it. Excuse me. Oh, my dude. Okay. My dude of the week is Derek Carr. All them red zones, trips, and you can't score the ball. Oh, my word. I'm not going to get into it. But here's the clip. Falcons coming after Carr. Picked up. Picked up. 
Jesse Bates, he's got a shot. Bates to midfield, to the 40, to the 30, to the 20. No question, pick six, no flags. I seen that when it happened. It was covered anyway. It was covered anyway. That pick decides the game, in my honest opinion, because Atlanta didn't do too much. They they did not. They They didn't start moving the ball to late. Third, early to, to the fourth quarter, they when they start mm-hmm. running down throws, they start getting tired because the, the offense are not scoring. It's not scoring. You know. Stand on the field, yeah. So, it's all right. What? It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 look, I wouldn't. I don't like when Derek Carr threw that interception. I was just like, "What did we do to deserve this, man?" <laughs> Like what did we do? Like I don't get, I don't get Derek Carmen. Right. I don't know what he was looking at. It was covered anyway. All right, what were you about to say, Flowers? I, I want to apologize to the followers of the VOL Sportscast for my Thanksgiving parlay. Five and one. I picked six, right? I picked the yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was six. Got five and one on the parlay, and I should have known better in picking Detroit straight up. I should have went Green Bay. Uh, plus set because they had like Detroit like six and a half. I should have went mm-hmm. Green Bay like plus eight, eight and a half. Even though Green Bay won the game, would have been an easy cover. Everything right. else hit was everything else hit was beautiful. Perfect. Miss, uh, Ole Miss covered the two college games, mm-hmm. and Dallas Ole Miss won by ten. Covered. Yes, so I say, man, five and one. Uh, good week. Uh, we want to go undefeated, but five yeah. and one is always great in uh, right. picking games. Who would have thought everybody on VOF cast picked the Lions to win the game? The Lions screwed up. They had they they had chances still moving the ball, but Jerry Goff, he just had the fumble itis. He was just fumbling they came all over back. the place. They came back, they had a chance. But if Jerry Goff would have played a clean game, yeah, it would have been a whole different story. Cause they had to change their game. Can you hey, can you give the tallies real quick to the game picks before we get off? Yeah, I can. Uh, I think I left at the uh, the Jags. I mean, the Patriots and Giants. All right, so with the Jags, um, I picked the Jags. You picked the Jags. No, you picked I the picked Jags. The, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, RC picked the Jags. T. Wright picked the Jags. Broncos. Me, you, and RC. Hmm. With the Rams, uh, RC, T. Wright, you. How many is that? That's four. All right, with the Chiefs, everybody pick the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Make sure I'm telling doing this right. And dang it, I went with the Bills. All right, yeah, I did go with Bills. I did switch at the end. All right, so Flowers, you went with the. Eagles, T. Wright mm-hmm. went with the Eagles, and Gatwood went with the Eagles. And what's that? Ravens and Chargers, everybody went to Ravens. Shocking. So right now, Flowers, you have 12. RC has 12. I have 10. T. Wright has 12. Gatwood has 9. Oh, getting shaky. <sighs> 
Gat would been falling off these last couple oh, weeks. Man, look, me, me and RC been having some great weeks. Yeah, twelve. I think that put y'all in like I, I got ten 12 right. And three. So twelve and three. I went ten and 10 five. Five. So yeah, y'all y'all a couple games back. Uh, who winning right now? I wonder. Well, with that, it should be Gatwood should still be in the lead only by a couple of games, but no, who who went in the game right now with Chicago? Oh, right now, dang. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I didn't even look at the score. I didn't even look at the score yet. Um Chicago is being Minnesota nine to three. Mm, Slava knocker. Dang, good. I picked Minnesota. I, I think we might all did. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> Someone told me to go with Justin Fields. Someone told me. But anyway. All right, guys. That is the show. We'll be back Friday. We're going to talk NBA Friday. Uh, Mondays, we just course through the NFL. But Friday, uh, NBA. Yep, NBA. We had Dustin Bishop on. Uh, and next week, we're going to try to get Randy on next Friday. Cool. So look forward to that, guys. Mark that down on your schedule. Tune in to that. And me and Flowers going to be making an appearance on a podcast show. So I'm going to give y'all more information when that comes out. And so we, it was December getting a little busy. You know, holidays. And speaking of holidays, go get your Christmas VOF shirt, limited editions. RC scared of this Santa. He had nightmares <laughs> about him. You know, I, I told RC just, just, um, uh, Sleep with your eyes open. Just make say your prayers at night. You'll be all right. So he just <laughs> he this Santa really looking at y'all, making sure y'all go get y'all shirt. That's why he's looking at you like that. He's like, man, y'all better go cop this thing. So <laughs> go over to our website. The link will be in the show notes to take you to the website. Limited edition. Where to your Christmas party? Yes, there you sir. go. All right, guys. Thank y'all for tuning in. Like I said, we'll be back Friday. We are out of here. Yes, sir.